0: and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level now turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success
1: okay welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of path to podcast success I have a guest here with me today that I am very excited to welcome to the show. I have a feeling we're going to have a pretty cool conversation. I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of pretty interesting and valuable insights in this one for for anyone listening. So Natasha, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Like you said, we're already vibing. The energy is good. So I know today is going to be a great conversation.
1: Yes, exactly. I love it. (laughs) So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests. And that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do?
2: All right. Yeah. As you said, my name is Natasha Saman. I like to throw in the last name because I'm the only Ickish you're going to find. So if you're trying to look me up, I-C-K-E-S, and that's on every platform. Um, So I've been a salon owner and a hairstylist for the last 20 years, hairstylist for 20 years, salon owner for 10. And during COVID, like a lot of us, I just had this moment where, I don't know, I had time to reevaluate my life and see, am I doing everything I wanted to do? Am I going in the direction I want to go? And during that time i wrote a book and uh, launched a new career just traveling and speaking and helping people shorten the gap from where they are to where they're trying to be so that's what i do
1: okay and so tell us a little bit more about the book and the traveling and your message with
0: that
2: absolutely yeah so my book was a memoir essentially talking about my journey overcoming addiction, homelessness, um, and just a kind of rough upbringing, but really learning how to use that as a catalyst to success, figuring out, and we all have a story, right? We've all been through something. And I've been obsessed with memoirs since I was little. Because I never get tired of reading and seeing these stories of people learning how to navigate life circumstances and use them to be stronger on the other end. So, my book talks about my own journey and I threw it out there absolutely terrified. I was like, I don't know if anybody is going to like this. And I was amazed at how well it was received. And since then, I've been traveling, I've spoken. God, I spoke in Paris. I spoke in Italy. I spoke in Rome um, specifically. And yeah, just been traveling. I did a TEDx talk last year. So it's been going really well. And essentially, my message is that, you know, two, really, that we all go through something, right? And a lot of people get stuck in that space, but you have to figure out how to navigate these circumstances and figure out how to use it to make you stronger. And once you figure out why you went through what you went through, you've got to learn how to follow through so that your life can actually change.
1: That is incredible. I love that you were able to take those challenging experiences that you had, very challenging, and turn them into something this positive, helping other people who have gone through similar, you know, situations. I think that's yeah. really, really cool. Thank you. What was the, like, I know it was, you know, COVID and you were kind of yeah. thinking back and looking back, but was there any kind of specific catalyst that made you realize you wanted to take this, this message you had and it kind of blast it out on such a global scale?
2: Yeah. I mean, for the book, it really started with, honestly, I was terrified with COVID, right? Like it was just so much going on, people I knew passed away. And I think at the time my son was, gosh, he was probably like four And I'm like, my daughter, who's older, who's 15, she knows me. I'm like the teen mom. I'm there all the time. We we built that. Um, But for my son, who's so young, I had this moment of, oh, my gosh, if God forbid something happens, this child may not even remember who I am. And that's what made me want to write the book, to really pour my heart and my soul into that so that he could have this piece of me and understand who his mother really was. And so I originally wrote it thinking it would be something for my family. And then my clients who like to push me outside of my comfort zone, thankfully, uh, pushed me to put it out there. I put it on Amazon. And the moment when I realized I wanted to start speaking to people and traveling and having these conversations, right? These down to earth, real conversations that help people implement effective change was when I would hear the stories from other people, when I would speak and they would come up to me and share their own stories of what they've gone through and where they are in that healing process. And it was like, these are conversations that never get old. And my message may hit one person and it doesn't work for somebody else. Like somebody else's message will do for somebody, you know, it all is different who we connect with, but everybody's story needs to be put out there because there's somebody whose life you can change.
1: Right. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> how, how did you break into the world of, of, of speaking and of, of spreading a message like that? Because it, it takes, there's definitely something different. And like, you know, you published a book and then from that, not only have you done speaking around the world, but you have a TEDx talk and a lot of really impressive stuff. So how are you able to kind of break into that?
2: So, oh gosh, I feel like God orders our steps, right? And when I I say that, I like to first say, when I'm mentioning God, that's my faith and no way am am I saying my way is the right way. No way am I saying, you know, downing anybody else's beliefs, but I just have to be honest and authentic to who I am and what I believe in. And so I feel like things just come together in the most amazing ways. So I showed up to a conference to listen, right? The woman invited me and put me on the spot. It was on Zoom and asked me to share my story. I had not practiced. I had no idea what I was about to say. And I was like, Um, And I'm a natural introvert. So I was nervous. I was sweating. I was like, oh, my God. So I get on here and I start speaking and the feedback I got. And there was a man there who actually used to work for TEDx events. And so he sent me a message afterwards. And it just turned into this catalyst where I realized that despite because we're so quick to think about the things that the negative aspects. Well, I don't want to get out here because of whatever insecurities we have. But I realized in that moment, despite all the negative self-talk I had going on, I could still connect with somebody and that one person is enough. And so that's what led me to looking for other engagements and just turn into this snowball effect in this new career.
0: Okay.
1: It's it's always funny how that kind of, Thing works out right, like you take, yeah, an opportunity, and you know, you're, you're at a conference, and then you're asked to speak, and then the right person hears it, and then it just kind of snowballs from there. I think that is incredible. And it goes yeah. to show that if you're like, if you're living your life authentically to you, and if you have that kind of a selfless goal, which is what you had to be able to help other people and spread those messages, like there's a chance it'll work out, you know, that's a pretty solid chance this can work out,
2: <laughs> yeah, and just being open to the journey right like if you're so focused on a specific goal or destination you're going to miss like all the beauty and all the lessons in the way you have to be willing to fail a bunch of times <laughs> you have to be willing for things to not go right you know you have to be willing to put in the consistent work and the consistent effort so that whichever way you may kind of get off path in the end you'll end up to where you were supposed to be
1: exactly i think that is incredible so i'm a big fan on the podcast of actionable advice I like people listening to be able to take something from this and really use it. So for Absolutely. those people, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, for those people, what's one piece of actionable advice you could give to someone who's perhaps kind of feeling stuck like you were in a difficult situation and they know that they have more that they can they can share and there's more than they can they can do to make a positive
0: impact.
2: Absolutely. So I have this four step thing that I take everywhere. And just so you guys know, I had no idea what the questions were going to be. We didn't have a previous conversation, but this was (laughs) the perfect thing to bring to the table, right? So, okay. Step one, have your full out pity party, like allow yourself to be human, allow yourself to feel, but put a time limit on that. The thing is people get stuck in those emotions for too long. So once you put your time limit on it, say 24 hours or an hour, whatever, then think about your big vision. So most of our listeners are entrepreneurs, you said? hmm Okay. So your big vision is your business, right? You know what you want to create, you know why you want to create it, and you know what gift you have to bring to the world. So focus on that. And then take a big piece of paper or go online and write it out in your Google Doc and write down all the small goals that it's going to take to actually get to where you're going. Step three is really that part is that breaking down those small goals and step four is taking consistent action. Because what happens when we're feeling stuck, when we're staying focused in this kind of this loop of negativity, we have to trick our brains to kind of create that motivation. And so when we start checking items off our to-do list, when we start really seeing that we can do it, seeing that we can get something done, even if it's not something huge, we actually release more dopamine in our brain and then we feel more motivated. So don't wait until you feel better to take action take action and then you'll naturally feel better.
1: That is, that is amazing. I, I love that because usually people think of it the other way around, right? You wait, till you feel yeah. better and then you take action, but that's not how, that's not how it works. You have to actually go out there and take action for things yeah. to change. Otherwise you do nothing's going to change.
2: Yeah. You'd be surprised at how well it works.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: Even with my daughter, right, she's 15 and she'll naturally get in those spaces and just feeling down and, you know, overthinking everything. And I'm like, look, it's overwhelming to think about the big picture. If you're thinking about launching an entire business, that can feel like a lot, like trying to think about all the things it's going to take in order to create the successful business is really difficult. But if instead, you know, okay, today I need to do my logo tomorrow. I need to figure out my color scheme. The next day I need to figure out whatever, right? maybe make one social media post for your business. When you have those really small bite-sized goals, you're able to take consistent action and not only show yourself that you can complete something, that you can stay committed towards your goals, but tricking your brain, like I said, into releasing that dopamine so you're naturally feeling more motivated to do these things every day.
1: Right. I think that is... That is amazing. It's just it it reframes it for people, right? Because you realize that you have to go out there and take the action. Otherwise, nothing is going to change. I think that is an incredibly positive, powerful realization to have. So I appreciate you for sharing that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: (laughs) So give us a little bit of an insight into what it looks like to, you know, to, to, to work with you. I mean, like, what does it look like to be able to have uh this kind of guidance from you and and, and experience um, what it's like to have these conversations with you and just kind of give us a little bit more of an insight into your world.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So when I'm not in the salon, I'm running this book writing workshop, right? And so what we're doing is every six weeks, I launch a new cohort and I'm having people coming through and the goal is to write your book and publish it within 90 days. And we have had amazing success at I'm telling you, I've been amazed at some of the stories that have been written. So that's one way to work with me. Um, Another way is with one-on-one coaching. So that's for people who really want to take a deep dive, who know that they need somebody to really help them identify their goals and stay accountable to them so that they can fast track the way to success, right? So everybody works definitely. For me, I have two different mentors and I like one-on-one. Like I like to dive in there with you. I want to shorten the gap from where I am to where I'm going. And for me, the easiest way to do that is with a mentor who's been where I'm trying to go.
1: Right. I think that is very, very true. I mean, that's the thing is it's what got you here won't get you there. And you're your own worst critic. And it's just, it's very difficult to be able to look outside of yourself for those kinds of things. And so that is where a coach comes into play.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It can always fast track success. Even for me, when I was just running the salon, which is a lot of work, right? Owning, operating, running a full-time hair salon. And here I'm literally booked out months in advance. And so I had a mentor who saw more in me than I saw in myself. I didn't see myself outside of this space. And by working with her, I was like, you know what? There's more to life than what I've been thinking of. And sometimes you need somebody else who can kind of look at your situation from a, a larger perspective and be like, actually, these are the things that you're missing. These are the things you weren't thinking of. And this is what I see in you and what I know you can go into the world to create.
1: Exactly. I think that I think that's amazing. And I, I encourage everyone listening to, to check all of that out in some more detail, check out all of Natasha's stuff. We'll, we'll go over that at uh, the end of the episode. But I had another question I wanted to ask. Sure. I I, I thought of it and I was thinking you might have an interesting answer to it. When you decided to to dive into all all of this, right, because you were working uh, you know, in the hair salon and everything like that for a long time, and then you decided to add this other branch to what it is that you do, what was your biggest fear about that? And uh, did that fear end up coming true?
2: Oh, gosh. Yeah, there were a few. I mean, I was terrified. And I had to actually reframe the way I look at fear, that if you get nervous when you're thinking about a new endeavor, you're probably on the right path. And like they always say, if your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. It sounds clear. Cliche, But it's true. Um, You don't want to play it safe within that box and within that comfort zone. For me, and I, I remember reading about this recently, my biggest fear was letting go of something good to try and get something great. So it's so easy to get comfortable, whether it's relationships, whether it's jobs, whether it's whatever, it's easy to get comfortable and good. And it's scary to make that leap and try and go into great. And everybody else may not see it for you. In fact, often when you are doing something really well, people think you're crazy for trying to do something new. Let's say you've been in a 10-year relationship and you know you're not really happy. And everybody else is like, well, this is great. You've been in it for so long, but you know that you can go out there and find the person that's truly meant for you. Or you're in a job and a company and you're getting paid well, but you're not living out your true purpose and your true passions. And nobody else understands why you want to make that leap. So for me, that was the biggest piece of taking time away from the salon, trying to start something new and failing or not being what I thought. Um, And I've definitely had failures along the way, but it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. And I'm still working at it, right? I'm not my salon. I've been at it so long. I make way more money in the salon. I am booked out months in advance where this business is picking up, but it's just been an interesting journey doing the two side by side.
1: Right. I think that is definitely a fear that you share with many, many people who do, who've done similar things because there is, there's that fear of judgment. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. it's difficult for someone who's not in your head to know exactly what it is that you're going through. And you could have, you know, the great situation, you know, the perfect setup, or at least that's what it looks like. Great job, you know, great spouse, whatever. But if you're not happy, if you want to make a change, then like, you can't let the fear of what some people might think or them being confused about that stop yeah. you from actually making that change because it's your life, it's not theirs.
2: And you have to give your sp- yourself space to grow as well, right? Like what's meant for you and what's perfect for you right now may not be what's meant for you later. So it wasn't that I didn't like the salon. It's not that I don't love being in here, but after doing the same thing for 20 years, I started to grow, I started to change and I wanted to expand and do other things as well. And a lot of times people get stuck within their little box of like, well, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm known as, instead of just taking the leap and exploring new avenues in life to see what it is that feels right.
1: Right. Exactly. I, I think that was incredibly powerful. And the fact that you are able to do that despite those fears and create those successes is amazing. And of course, yeah, there may have been some failures along the way, but that's how it works. I mean, yep. the more failures there are, there are along the way, the more successes you're going to get because successful people fail the most. Yeah. That's kind of how that works.
2: You literally, yeah, (laughs) you might as well get used to that. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to (laughs) mess up. You're going to have failures. It is what it is. You know, as long as you are learning from them and not repeatedly making the same mistakes, right? You're analyzing what went wrong. What can I do to be better? And how do I move forward in a different way so I can get a different result next time?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, Natasha, I I think we could talk about all of this for hours, but I want to make sure I'm respecting your time and the (laughs) time of our listeners. I want to thank you for being such an incredible guest on the podcast today. And for people who are interested in you and in the work that you're doing, where can they find out more about you?
2: Like I said, my last name, I'm the only Ickes out there. I know I'm not the only one, but the only Natasha Ickes. So if you put it in I-C-K-E-S, everything will pop up. Um, Speeches and talks I've done, connect with me on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, I love to connect. And yeah, that's the best way to reach me.
1: Okay, there we go. I encourage everyone listening to check that out in more detail. That's all going to be linked up in the show notes. And again, Natasha, thank you so much for being such an incredible guest on the podcast today. Thank you. Of
2: course. Thank you. So nice to meet you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again... Thank you for listening to this episode of the Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.